listening to the smooth sound of RPGMP3.com. Dungeon Log. And we're in the room once again. Huzzah! <laughs> that was wait, good timing. Wait for it to crash. Boom! No crashing yet. So, yes, Lens will go. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so... When we last left off, you guys had rescued Augustil, the troll auger, from his horrible, torturous bonds. Poor guy. You returned him to the temple, where you were given the supreme honor of being allowed within the halls of the troll auger temple. Upon which it was shown that he had regained his mental facilities after he was um, burst out of the stone bonds you so skillfully melded for him. It was that 50th sword whack that really brought him to his senses. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Um, And uh, then from there, he kind of got up, he talked with Thargamit, you said we're taking over for that old group of people you... um, Hired, and were promptly interrupted as Augustil um, fell down in a fit of seizures. Uh, during which he, he he spoke some words that Vargan told you was Aklo, and was apparently a prophecy relating to you guys because the information matched what she had found out for them anyway. Mm. Which was that supposedly an old thought-to-be-retired organization known as the Council of Truth had teamed up with the Thoracic Spire, which is this giant, massive, ancient library, and had been um, uh, um, subtly looking for uh, adventurers uh, or mercenaries for an unauthorized trip into the underground for a Rune Lord's Shard. Uh, this is an activity that would indeed be quite um, illegal, even by like by sense of care. Maybe it would essentially be treason against the entire town, as only the Dusk Wardens have the authority to approve of such a vendor into the, venture into the Undercity. Huh. As any such ventures carry the risk of increasing monster activity... And you've seen the kind of monsters that lurk below... Well, the past party has seen the kind of monsters that lurk below, lurk below Karamega, and why that would be a bad thing to do. Luckily, we have no idea what we're going into. Yeah, we have no clue. And um, at that point, you guys went around to get to the ironstone you believed would be needed to stop the supposed curse that the shard might have. And uh, that's, I think, about where we left it off. Sounds grand. We have the pink stone. So, um, yeah. I think I think essentially Vargan said whenever you're ready, you can come back by and she can try and help you reach the next step in gaining control of this Thassalon artifact you seek. Hmm. She, she, she appears happy enough to help you guys, even though you weren't the original party, because after all, you did bring her brother back. 
Yeah, we did. We're real trustworthy. I mean, some people say the thought that counts, but um, when the when the when the gift is her brother, it, it's it's kind of more than the thought. Yeah, we bothered. Yeah, but they just left him there. That's true. Yeah, I mean, if, if anything, it says more about you guys because you weren't even contacted. You, you did out the goodness of your hearts. Yep, because we're good guys, and we've just nothing to do with just the like potential we were for looking after that party when they disappeared. Right. <laughs> yeah, we were just keeping an eye because it looked like they were heading for trouble. And we were right, but sadly too late. Sadly. So, so do we need to have a chat about anything, or are we good to go, kids? We're good, I know. So, would it be more appropriate for us to go and talk to the Dusk Wardens and get permission to do this? Or are we just going to go ahead and do it? Technically, all you've heard are the rumors. You haven't even... You don't um, know really what the Thoracic Spire is truly... Um, has has truly done or accomplished. Really. Tusk words are probably on top of it if it actually concerns them, so, you know, I don't think we need to call them special attention. Anyway, if everyone asks permission and they say no... Well, then we do it anyway. Exactly. We've drawn, drawn attention to ourselves. Yeah, you're right. We're, we're, yeah. And this um, way we don't know that they, we need their permission or whatever. Yes, we can act. So, so, so what you're saying is it's better to apologize than to... Um, Better for to beg for permission than uh, or to beg for forgiveness and ask for permission. That's no, it's better way. to fight our way out. <laughs> uh, so correct me if I'm wrong, but did you guys then take a, a night to rest? I guess we did. Yeah. Okay, so everyone's recovered hit points, spells. Uh, Lindsay, any changes in Juniper's spells that you? Uh, I think I'm going to stick with the okay. the basic list at the minute. I haven't done enough to figure out if it works out yet. That's so that's fair enough. Pretty good. So so far, it seems to go pretty good for you. I think you used. Um... Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Hmm. I know you used one spell devastatingly. I used <laughs> feeble mind. <laughs> um, of course, we did uh, just. I used ear piercing scream at least once. Did you? Once. I think it was the session, the first session, the previous one. Possibly. Continued the older party's thing of leaving enemies alive. That if that guy ever gets unfeeble minded, he's going to be not happy with us. He's not. He only saw us for like five seconds. Uh, he saw you for a bit longer than that. Yeah, he saw us the entire time. He was unvi- uninvisible for five seconds before he got feeble minded. Yeah, right. A couple of rounds. Uh, he's not going to remember. He's like a lizard. I've managed as well. I now have all of this. Spell like information and all of the hexes mm. all like printed out and stuff so that I can actually mostly figure out what I'm trying to do. Very good, nice. I know it's like I prepped in advance or something. Wonderful. <laughs> it's like she prepped in advance. Right, I'm trying to be like a Hal and Thing who clearly spends the rest of their week all prepping for this game, right? It's all about the prep, dude. It's not just me doing that. Thing did say he he went over his weapon damage there and made sure it was. Yeah, he did. Doing a a, correct correct (laughs) number. Uh, so yes, all right. So you wake up in the guest house of the sweet talkers that you're staying at. Creepy. There has been a a, you you are given a more a wake up whistle. 
I don't, I, don't, I don't think they could whistle quite that well, could they? Somebody leave a burden here. I don't know, but Ruby got really interested in that. Uh, <laughs> she just got up, her ears were up, and she was just about a second from barking then. Uh, so yeah, so there, there's there's a, a humble offering of porridge with honey to greet your morning palate. Nom nom nom. Mm. Maple syrup. Put a little whiskey on the honey. Carmega is not Canada. Sounds like it. Carmega. No, no, it's not. <laughs> Whiskey on the porridge. <laughs> um, sprinkle some porridge on your whiskey. <laughs> yes, there you go. Never taint the source. The the the, orc, uh, the Orcish traditional breakfast of whiskey porridge. That's quite mm. nice. It feels it's right. It's not bad. But you know, it'll do. These are fingers. Yes. Ah. Uh, you don't believe in finger food? Ah, 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 ah. Orc. Is the thing an orc? Thing is a half orc. Halfway. Did I miss that? Yeah, he's only an orc from the the waist down. <laughs> no, the picture says it's square counts. Popular with the ladies, then. Or very terrifying orc. That's why I had to turn down the. Uh, there, there, unfortunately, it smells like an orc down there. Yeah, there, there is there is that heavy um, orc body odor that he inherited. I'm sure. That spice like musk. Uh, there <laughs> comes a point where odor versus um, other things might, you know. I don't know about that. <laughs> Sorry, put the clothes pin on your nose. <laughs> he he provides protection for your nose. Isn't he a gentleman? Such a gentleman. <laughs> Such a gentleman. Now the rest of the parts, yeah. Watch out. <laughs> Yet to find a goat skin long enough. <laughs> That's why I had to turn down the trolls, you know, for the orgy thing, because I their regeneration probably has limits and less than you want. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to. Yeah. That's right. It's fire, acid, and your half up tiny wiener. <laughs> All right. Uh, if, we're, if we're now done talking about the orcish half of things character, uh, <laughs> what does the party do after they finish their breakfast? <laughs> Apparently we go off and have some quiet time on our own. Yeah. We're up and... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I, I just imagine this. The party gets up each breakfast and they all go back to their own rooms for their private time. That's what you do, right? Private time. Sneak attack. Sneak attack. You're not allowed to do that. You're a fighter. He's a lover. Clearly, not a he's fighter. A lo- he's a lover. <laughs> <laughs> two-handed. Uh huh. He's a two-handed uh, fighter. It can't. Hmm. It would be both hilarious and frustrating to try and actually make a character that just tried to seduce everyone. What? Don't do it. There are so many things I'm resisting saying right now. You should be very proud of me. Doing great, though. <laughs> Doing great. Very, very proud. <laughs> very, very so, proud. So, so, so then after the party's private time, they all come out of the rooms and join back up in the kitchen. <laughs> With very, very wide smiles on our faces. <laughs> Adventurers have needs. Exactly. And we all can't stand each other and we don't want to go to the so we have to go and have our private time. Nah. We don't want to pay for it. 
Well, maybe Juniper doesn't. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, I so need to pick the tiefling. Keep forgetting mm-hmm. what like. You have a token. Uh, admittedly, that doesn't necessarily mean that's what you look like. Is that the pink haired one? Yes. Yeah. There's my hair. Is, my hair is now so much pinker and cooler than that. There you go. Okay. But none of you can see. So. so oh uh, yeah. The picture, the picture now no longer does justice. All right. So well, no, the picture looks really like. Oh my god, she's got bright pink hair. But now that my hair is in reality, oh that's right, much more strikingly bright and pink than that. It kind of <laughs> has, has it has it has it turned turned pink, or it was mostly red at the front, wasn't it? It's got like a red. It, the front is kind of like a really bright red, and then it, the the back half, most of it is bright pink, yes. and then underneath at the back, it's uh, like bright purple. So it, it's really hard to photograph well, so... Yeah, it's, it's difficult. The light changes the colour of it. Yeah. Cool. I'll show you later on. When we're not recording, I'll turn the video thing on and let you have a look. Yeah, it's very cool. Rip, yeah. And, and then, you, then you will promptly crash all internet in a five-mile radius of you. That's yep. right. So <laughs> I'm actually stuck. I actually managed to get through to a real person at Comcast. Gas. I, I know, right? I know. You don't believe me, do you? <laughs> Uh, but we've been playing phone tags for the past three days, trying to catch each other. And she actually sounds like she might be able to figure the, figure the problem out. All mm. the very least to be able to tell us whether the solution that was suggested will actually work, or to provide an avenue for us to test it before we have to pay for it. Sounds good. I think so. Bizarre. Yeah. Alright. Still waiting for what the party does. On to uh, the others. Do we need to pick anything up before we go off adventuring? Um, I've got, like, adventuring gear already, so I'm assuming we've kind of shopped already. Yeah, but, like, anything special or potions or anything? Do we need food, supplies? We already have food. I have five days of rations already. You arguing with me out of character is not what I'm asking, Hal. Oh, um, I think I have everything that I need. Uh, If anyone needs anything, we can stop by the market on the way to the temple. Yeah. I'm good. I'm excited. I want to see more traps. Let's see more traps. We've yes. not seen them already. Up close. I've that seen a few. Be... A couple of them from the bottom of the pit, though, which wasn't as uh, educating as you think it might be. That should be his name. See more traps. <laughs> <laughs> Butt trap. That's it. <laughs> Except right. for it's, it's still a her. It's still a her. It's not a him. God damn it. Light trap. Uh, so, you make your way, led by Gorum, winding your way through the streets and markets of Karamega to the Augur's Temple. Where, there are three on the way. <laughs> oh. where, 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 of course, it is um, uh, a much, much brighter atmosphere today. Um, trolls are exiting and um, coming forth from the temple, either leaving with... Um, Fully healed stomachs are coming back with slit ones, stuffing their intestines back inside as they've made a good payday somewhere. Mmm, intestines. That's so grim. I love it. Intestinal fortitude. As a few of them, as a few of them see you, they they greet you as friends of the trolls and. and Yay! Uh, ask if they ask if they would like to walk with you to the temple if that is where you're heading. Sure. If you if you if you've had a good day, whether you've enjoyed Caramega, if if you've tried some of the cold ones in the brothels in Ankarte, 
cold ones. Is that the dead people? Yes. Except for a manworm. <laughs> that sounds interesting. Cold ones. You can hump a zombie. You can hump a zombie, basically, is what it's saying. Hi. Just charge extra for the white. He, he says he, he prefers them too, but the cold ones don't scream as much. <laughs> and with that, you enter the Augur's Temple. Um, you see Augustil is by a, a number of very large bird cages and seems to be tending to some of them there, and he, and he greets you. Ah, my, my friends, greetings, welcome back to the temple. I almost got very upset about the whole bird thing, and then I realized I wasn't a bird anymore. No. <laughs> so. Hello, sir, how are you feeling? Oh, much, much better. I have much recovered from my vision the other day. I hear it has, has been of significance to my rescuers here. My, my sister says the first part, at least, has been confirmed through the intelligence she has gained. Yes, uh, we're, we're, uh, we're here to, to investigate further and uh, he, he, help. Yes, he, he very gingerly and gently seems to be tending to a, a, a bandage and wrapping it around one of the wings of the birds. All, oh. all of them seem to have some amount of um, splint or injury to them that has been very, very carefully and delicately handled. Oh, nice. The gentle troll. Good <laughs> <laughs> um, eat on those. A lot of good eating on those, that's right. You feed a village forever with a troll, couldn't you? Oh, good. good. Think of the farming possibilities. Right, every village should just have a troll in a cage and just, like, saw a leg off and pass it round. What? What are you guys talking about? Well, that's how you have your keep rations for when you're under a siege. Just have a troll in the basement. It's like eco-farming at its very best, right? Yeah, right. You just, like, saw a bit of flank steak off and he grows it back for tomorrow. Well, it's like magic out here. You don't even have to feed them for that to work. Where do we get yeah. to suddenly talking about digesting trolls? <laughs> because he... Oh, doesn't matter. Because there was, good, there was good eating on that troll. Yeah. I, I was talking about the bird myself, but... Uh, oh, oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about the troll. Oh, no, I decided oh. That would have been rude. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of like... I, these, these jokes were accurate, but where did they come from? Yeah. I say, I'm, suppo- I'm pretty certain there's somewhere in Kermega where you can go and eat a troll for five weeks. Well, actually, yeah, there's this one. I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, this happens when I rest all day. <laughs> my brain is very active in the, in the evening. Very good. My, my, my friends, from one of the um, visions I was able to grasp during that procedure, I... I I, I didn't get the feeling that you might perhaps be traveling underground to Omega soon. Yes. Hmm. I'm wondering, um, if you could do me a small favor. You mean like apart from Sagira? <laughs> I, 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 I do agree. I'm already indebted to you. But, um, this is something of my long-term well-being, if, if you would care to hear me out. Of course. Go ahead. What do you need? Well, um, suffice it to say, as um, part of my gift, I, I do have particularly vivid and disturbing dreams, and periodically I suffer frequently from them and do not get very much rest. I have heard that there is um, 
the rumors of a river under in the under, undercity that has properties similar to the river Styx. Um, I Is hope. Anybody else losing everything that's being said right now? Yeah, nope. look, I'm losing you. I'm oh. hearing him. Sorry, I'm not hearing anything right now other than the odd click or something that he's saying. I, look, uh, look, yes. start, start him again. Yes, so, um, I've, I've heard that there is a river in the Undercity that has properties similar to the River Styx. Mm. In, in order to relieve my periodic terms of nightmare-caused insomnia, I was wondering if perhaps you could bring me a vial or two of this water if you come across it, and I can bring it to an alchemist friend of mine who perhaps may be able to prepare a draft with it. Wow. Sure. Is that all we have to get rid of nightmares? And insomnia? That sounds awesome. If it's the river sticks, it's going to wash away all of your memories. Oh. Hence why my alchemist friends will be preparing it very carefully. Um, I do yes. have a magic item I can trade for it, if you are able to procure it. Oh, what might that be? Um, it is a figurine of wondrous power in the shape of a fly. Huh, that sounds exciting. Yes, it is um, a very marvelous um, item that I have. However, I, I, I think it would be a suitable payment for undertaking such a task. If is we see a, it... Oh, is there... That's okay. Go ahead, Gorum. Is there any way to identify this river besides having uh, Alex drink out of it? And... <laughs> what? It's clearly got sticks floating in it. Uh... It's an underground river. We're going to just have Alex... Sample every underground river, or... There are some that say the waters run black. Others say that there are horrific guardians of the, um, soul eaters, the demons who inhabit such a place, seeking out the, um, wayward souls they can devour and forever diminish. Soul-eating demons. No, not demons. The demons. Ah. Any anyone with any particular knowledge, planes, or religion? I have religion. Did you find religion? I found religion. I'll roll it. Hold on. Uh, general modifier. Don't you have planes, my lovely? I'm looking. At you. She's got curves. I know that. Thank <laughs> I, I do have knowledge planes. It's probably better than my knowledge religion. Thirteen. That's pretty crappy. Mm, you, you know vaguely that you've heard of both demons and daemons. Um, however, <laughs> however, Demir does not necessarily know too much of the difference between them, other than both being evil outsiders. However, Juniper, Juniper, however, has extensive knowledge of the differences between them. Um, daemons, in particular, are um, the the neutral evil outsider. Essentially, they believe. In just the absolute destruction and oblivion of everything. Nice. They sound friendly. They sound yes, they do. Hmm, super friendly. So yes, uh, is there anything special we need to carry this water in to preserve its properties? 
I do not believe there is any special container. However, you may take care in how you retrieve it. Mm-hmm. If it is truly um, the same power as whatever sticks, it could be quite detrimental to touch it. Yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll yes. let um, our archaeology friend be in charge of that. Oh, yes, yes. Um, okay, what should we need? We might need um, um, tongs and, 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 and gloves and... and she, she goes on to make a very, very list that keeps getting Tom, more, yeah, more and, and uh, um, erratic and seemingly less, less necessary. Or, or, or a witch friend can just cast Unseen Servant and go, get me some water in these vials. <laughs> Does he need a vial quantity or a pint or he said a, a couple of, He said a couple of vials, didn't he? A barrel. If, if you truly believe it to be the draughts of the river sticks. I'm certain my alchemist friend would appreciate as much as you can spare to carry. Hello? Hello? Yeah. We're there. We're just thinking how easy it would be to drop a bag of holding in the water. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, surely you would be able to mark its location as well, if need be to retrieve more. Mm-hmm. As well as our underground mapping? Sure. Um, but... Barrel of water is not going to be the easiest thing to carry back, Eric. <laughs> well, we can pick up some... We can pick up, like, a flask or something, like a metal flask. We just get a keg, we drain it on the way down, and we fill it and bring it back. It's good, I like it. River sticks with a touch of ale. Mm. It really uh, makes you forget your troubles. Right? <laughs> it makes you forget and wake up with a really bad head. Uh, so, to what purpose have my rescuers come to the temple this morning? Do you wish to receive the wisdom of the troll augers? We came because there was a big yellow exclamation mark above your head. I, th- I think you possibly mean my sister. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Lens, his, his, his has turned into a question mark because we've got to finish his quest. Oh, yes, you're right, my mistake. <laughs> <laughs> we've clicked on him already. Now we need to go find the other, other one. Have you returned with the vials of the river sticks yet? <laughs> <laughs> Stop clicking on him, Gorham. <laughs> but every time he drinks it, he forgets we brought it back. <laughs> <laughs> no, every time he drinks it, he forgets he he hasn't paid us. He's paid us, and we can get like. So, so what you're saying is we're gonna have a shitload of ebony flies or whatever they're called. Yeah, hopefully, he'll be like, "Oh, here is the fly, it's like a huge." No, it's to our success. Uh, yes, right. And here is the next draft. Ah. <laughs> he is slowly depleting the treasure of the trolls. The endless quest. I love it. Or the um, payment. Okay, let's go talk to the chick troll. All right, you're you're able to find um, Vargan sitting on, on on a bench nearby a fountain, gently resting as she recovers from an opening in her abdomen. Hello, Lady Vargan. How are you? Ah, hello. Welcome, and it's good to see you again. It is nice to see you too. Uh, I'll walk forward and as I do a jaunty hat will appear on my head. <coughs> ah, you are well dressed today as well. Oh, are you prepared to go see 
the thoracic spire and confront them about this shah they purport to find? Yes. Yes, we are. Very good. Do you wish to leave now, then? I think so. Can you tell us anything about this place? Hmm. They are one of the oldest receptions of knowledge and literature in all of Virgia. They accept and seek to collect all knowledge, no matter how trivial or obscure. Um, Let's see, anything else? It is, again, very odd that they would close their doors at all. Normally they are open all days. Hmm. Gorham not chewing the books. Uh. <laughs> we prefer a different way of devouring knowledge. <laughs> yes, with your spell. Yep. Unfortunately, you don't devour it. You just disappear it into the ether. <laughs> Tell she works on version two. Mind you, I guess I guess your familiar's intelligence gets a boost each level, doesn't it? Yes. So. Yeah. So your familiar eats on the intelligence of the ether. Nice. People mind suck. As, as we give an obligatory nod to the dust method on Juniper's shoulder. There he is, Dusty the dust method. <laughs> Dyson. Hey, Dyson the dust method. Because that's really funny. Because Dyson suck up dust, and he lays it down. Well, he's yeah. Well, no, he's you know. That was like a funny, like vacuum cleaner joke that no one seemed to laugh at. Never, <laughs> I, I, I can't say I don't really recognize vacuum, um, aside from Hoover's vacuum brand names. You know, Dyson's in Canada. I've, I've never taken a look at a catalog and looked through and memorized the brand names of the vacuums. But I mean, they're not on TV. It's like an ad. I don't watch TV. I watch Netflix. Oh. I don't. Yeah. I don't see commercials unless they're on Dyson YouTube. Isn't they don't sponsor a lot of podcasts. Dyson isn't so much about a brand. It's like a whole different kind of machine. It's a big kind of change in how vacuums were made and used and stuff. It's made of magic, Lockhart. That's all you need to know. <laughs> I, I, I have not heard of the brand. No. I have, have, not... Ever, have you ever been in a restroom where there's an air blade instead of a hand dryer? An air blade? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm out of things. That's <laughs> uh, okay. Can I say really a lockout fine. lives in an igloo next to a tree? That's about all I know. Don't be silly. It's Saskatchewan. It's flat. Yeah, you just hunker down below the moose. I live in a town <laughs> where all of the trees have had to be um, transported and planted. Why? They do not grow here naturally. Really? In in my particular part of Saskatchewan, they do. This is the flat prairies, grasslands. Oh. They do not grow here. The water is the rain is not proper for trees. <laughs> it's a strange oh. place I live in. In any oh, event, okay. um, yes. So Vargan will get up, patting her her last remaining uh, intestines, poking inside where they're quickly covered up by the first layer of skin regenerating. Mmm, trolls are lovely. I need to learn how to do that. Yeah, right. We shall teach us. Our side, though. Yeah, I'm glad you. I'm glad the trolls are on our side too. <laughs> so far, yes. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. And um, she'll begin to um, uh, 
beckon you to follow and walk you towards some, um, what's it called, Hightower? That, that yonder district of the city that has a lot of the very tall buildings. Yes. Sounds good. Uh, high side stacks. That's where it is. Cool. Uh-uh. So, hmm. I can never remember if there's a lot of doorways in the wall or not. So but, we're probably going through Down Market rather than through the Abyss uh, and the Kiln. And... You're, you're, you're already in um, Down Market. Oh, excellent. Oh, but, yeah. um, Again, it, it's, it's, it's pro- probably, in any event, you're walking with the troll, so. That, that's about as good a security as you can really have in Caramega. <laughs> yeah, nobody's going to piss us off now. Let's say it. We're done. We have our troll buddies. At least we're keeping a low key. <laughs> Super low. Our former employers will have no clue what's going on. <laughs> no, no. So, uh, you are eventually taken to a circular tower, eight stories tall. Uh, as you approach, you can see that the huge iron-bound doors of the library are shut tight. A small, meticulously lettered sign announcing that the library is closed until further notice, hanging on the outside of it. Hmm. Vargon just walks up the stairs, taking them three at a time, and um, pounds on the door with a meaty fist. Nice. And keeps it up. Keeps knocking. Still knocking. Yep, still knocking. <laughs> um, keeps it up for a full minute. Wow. At last, uh, a panel in the door slides open. A pair of beady eyes stare out through the ornate metal grillwork, as well as up to look at the troll. If you can't read the sign, then there's nothing in here for you anyway. Varga <laughs> steps aside to let you guys speak. What is it? Is it just a human guy? Mm, difficult to say. It's, it's a, a very prim... Light voice. Probably greetings. female. Greetings, ma'am. Uh, we are in need of uh, access to your resources. It is a matter of some urgency. The library is closed right now, as you would understand if you could read the sign. I, I can read the sign just fine, but we were under the impression that this place never closed, that you were seeking knowledge all the time to further, I don't know, fill your halls with awesome stuff. Well, I mean, yes, but we, we are, but currently that requires that we keep it closed right now. So unless you have something really, really, truly important to share with me, I'm afraid you should just leave off. We have lots of exciting things we could share with you. You would not believe how often I've heard that and had very poor delivery on it. That must be truly Amen. terrible. Amen, sister. <laughs> that must be truly awful. Ah. Uh, I mean, I think we're, we're, we're good and honest to our word. We could come in and have a small discussion, perhaps. See if we can whet your appetite, and then maybe we could, um... Perhaps, perhaps, it, perhaps it might be too much to ask of your limited intelligence, but if you could just maybe sum up in, say, a sentence, what is it is exactly that you think is so exciting and awesome, then perhaps I might let you in. Well, you mean about what we know, or about what's inside of your building? What do you mean? 
Well, that's what I was asking you. See, now we're getting confused. Talking through a door never works. Why don't you open up and let us in? We could have some tea, have a proper discussion, see if you like the things we're talking about, then we could use your facilities and leave you alone. Why don't you tell me about the things that you wish to talk about, and then I'll decide if they're worthy opening the door. You have collected a lot of knowledge already. You see, the problem with knowledge is if I tell you, then you know it, so you don't need to open your door. So I think opening the door would be step one of this process. Don't you? She 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 kind of glares at you slightly and and and, and begins to slide it closed. Vargan um, kind of goes for it and says, "Perhaps they wish to talk about the Rune Lord's shard." And it promptly stops and opens again. Hi. They didn't want to talk about it in the street, but our troll friend here is correct. The eye shutter closes, and then you begin to hear the process of opening the door. Some sliding metal, some thuds and shunk sounds as locks are retracted. And finally the door is opened, and you can see a hunched human woman in red robes who quickly moves to usher you in. Quickly, 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 inside, inside. Red robes. She's going to get an arrow at any moment. What? What? She's red robe. Red wizard needs food. Very good. Red wizard. They don't like a rumble. So she quickly, quickly ushers you inside. Um, as soon as you're all in, she closes the door and begins barring it and connecting all the locks and stuff as well. Hmm. I think that's called paranoia. Once she has done so, she turns around. So, what is it exactly that you know of this Rune Lord shard? Her eyes dart between Demir and Vargin and then towards Juniper, then Alex, then, then Gorham. Then back to Demir. Well, we know quite a bit about it. She's very jumpy. She's a little jumpy. Why don't we sit down and get some tea? Wouldn't that be nice? Did you bring tea with you? I'm sure we can find something. Mm, maybe. As you kind of look around, your, your, your nostrils are just filled with the scent of musty old books. Mm. Just Just looking around... They're, they're piled haphazardly, even kind of in the entryway. They'd probably brew up. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Grind them up like, like tea and put them in a bag. As, as you walk into the main room, it's just this dizzying amount of bookshelves and haphazard papers and opened um, tomes, scrolls, stone tablets here and there, um, all over the place. No real apparent sorting system at all. She, she, she moves off to a side room, which is just as much filled with bookcases. Um, the only real difference is that there seems to be, um, a, a small, uh, kettle and a closed off stove in one corner, as well as an ink pen and a few jars of ink on a table, which is just cluttered in masses of papers. Seemingly many of them starred and abandoned halfway through. Sounds like we need to make some tea on that stove. I'll go make some tea. All right. She 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 busies herself with removing the papers, um, and 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 finding uh, enough books that can be moved off of the chairs to actually give some sitting room for you guys. 
Mm. Unfortunately, she's not able to find a chair sturdy enough for the the, um, troll. So the best she can do is is try to find some nice um, pillows and stuff, all covered in dust, um, ink specks all over them, and just tries to pile them up fairly high for Fargan. Who, 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 who accepts it as a very um, thoughtful gesture and sits down by the table with them? So, 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 how about you? T- you, you tell me exactly what it is you you know about the Rune Lord's shard. Well, we know quite Everything. a few. Yeah, we know quite a lot about these things. Um, if you don't mind, I, I've, I've, um, I wish if you would actually tell me instead of just telling me you know a lot of things. Okay. They are... I'll describe what it lo- what mine looks like. It's triangular, it has an impression, it accepts an iron stone into it. blah de blah de blah which is supposedly to suppress a curse. blah 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 Her, her eyes kind of widen up. There's a curse on them? And you need an iron stone to deactivate it? Correct. You, you, you speak as though you've actually seen one. Mm-hmm, yes. In fact, in fact, we've seen more than one. Aren't you glad you opened your door today? <laughs> Clearly it was a very wise move. So then, you've heard of um, the fact that um, we've found one. Yes, uh, we Or, well, know where one is. Well, yes, that's why we're here to talk to you. How much do you know of the situation as it currently stands? What situation are we referring? So, not much. No, apparently not. So why don't you enlighten us to your situation? Well, fairly well. Um, let's let's say that um, we were gotten in contact with the first scholars of the Thoracic Spire, and um, they informed us that they wished in um, help to recover an artifact, a shard of Zin's great Sahedron, from the realm below the city called the Dark Forest. Uh, We wished, of course, to help them and recover this item for research. However, we had no idea how to get there. The Dusk Wardens keep a frustrating lock on their knowledge of the Undercity maps. Honestly. Mm. But, uh, uh, of course, the um, first scholars informed us to something we did not actually know before. Um, within the spire, there was actually a secret door in the basement, hidden for thousands of years. And it leads to what we believe is a hitherto undiscovered portion of the Undercity, which contains, supposedly... One of the um, workshops of a rune lord. Oh. We believe it would be Karzog, the rune lord of greed. However, we've um, yet to fully confirm that. We, of course, um, use this information as um, subtly as we could to um, gain a band of adventurers and mercenaries um, to meet the emissaries from Zavarax. Um, in order to um, find the uh, the chamber with which they would use to transport our adventurers to the Dark Forest. 
um, where the creature's research has indicated the shattered star fragment rests. So, so let me just clarify. Yes. So inside the tower, there is a secret door which leads to a workshop of a rune lord, inside of which there is some kind of portal that takes us to an underground forest. Yes. Okay. That makes great sense. So, how long have your adventurers been out doing this, and have they not, have they reported back? Have they been successful? Um, they have not. Are you concerned, or are they still... Yes, a- yes, we are very, very concerned. It has been, um, um, a week. Ah. And we, um, well, I mean, the Desk Wardens really are silly and overly cautious, but, um, one can never remember their slogan about waking things in the deep. And I'm going um, um, uh, too far and too greedily below the city. Um, I'm guessing the Disc Wardens aren't aware of your... Um, oh, no, no, we, um, we, we do entrance. not believe so. But um, regarding the fate of the adventurers, um, we are really not entirely sure. We have, we have a guard set up at the door, and as far as we can tell, nothing has escaped from it. But we haven't had the um, resources, shall we say, to venture forth. Hmm. So, who were they meeting? You said they were meeting an emissary. Um, yes, yes, the, 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 the first scholars of the spire. They, they said that they would meet uh, in the chamber of the black men here, beyond the river of memory, and that they would have a way to activate the black men here to transport any we sent to the heart of the dark forest. And what are they exactly? Um, they are of a race called the Kalborn. Hmm. Any knowledge of that? Uh, knowledge dungeoneering? Uh, nope. Unless you're unless you're just outright asking her. Thank you. Do you have knowledge dungeoneering, little boo? Um. Okay. Thank you, baby. Lindsay is the bringer of tea, the provider of tea. Tea <laughs> ah. without any weird tapioca bullshit in it. I wish my character knew about the Colborn. I do hmm? not have dungeoneering. Um. Alex pipes up. Um, do you mean those two-mouthed, um, telepathic race that live in a city underground that eat memories? Yes, yes, those are the ones. Hmm. First we, scholars, eh? We've, um, we've been in, in contacts with them every now and then. They, they are a very scholarly and knowledge-valuing society, so they are quite valuable to answer certain questions of ours. And of course, if you forget the odd childhood memory, what's the harm? Huh. So they eat memories. Well, they have to eat something. Okay. And you're supposed to read past the river of memory. So so to counter that, if I was to eat your arm, you wouldn't mind that because I've got to eat something. Well, but my arm is relevant and I use it every day. And my memories aren't relevant and I don't use those every day. Not necessarily. I'm not saying that we're offering you as payment. No, no, that would um, come from one of our scholars, of course. Okay. Uh, hmm. But um, it's, it's, it's a joint agreement. Okay. And they, oh. we have not had any bad experiences with them so far. Okay. Do we have any protocols or procedures involved with these things? They should um, be expecting someone to come. 
and should be able to activate it for you as well as provide um, a, a knowledge of how to come back from the dark forest when you are finished. So, do you know if your previous party made it as far as the emissaries to get into the dark forest? Unfortunately, we do not. And and, and honestly, it, it, it's, it's really become something more of a trouble than it all seems to be worth. To, 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 be, to be perfectly honest, it would be a real um, a, a real boon if someone could just come in here and help, help clean everything up, really. Well, that's partly why we're here. That, that would be wonderful. Um, I mean, there's certain things... First of all, there is the, the adventurers. While we don't believe the Dusk Wardens know about it now, it, it would be, say, quite embarrassing if at some point they did find the passageway underneath the spire and, say, found evidence of some sort of expedition. Wouldn't you agree? Maybe. So what you're saying is you'd like us to bring them back? Yes, yes, that would be most helpful. I mean, certainly we would wish if, if you could bring them back alive, but if, if they have been deceased, then at least we can offer them a, a proper burial, right? Mm. Tell me about them. Um, so, uh, who we found, um, one of them was a, 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 a um, monk. We, we believe she had been an associate of the Brothers of the Seal for a while. Um, she was a sweet talker named Sari. Um, she worked with a halfling who went by the name of Paratus. Um, furthermore, there was a green-haired um, bloke mage, a gnome, uh, who, who went by the moniker Lunim the Vast. Oh. As well as a worm folk named um, Silasni. A what now? A worm folk, a naga. Oh. She was highly recommended to us. Mm. And what was her specialty? Well... Additional spells and such, I believe. Hmm. A naga, a gnome, a halfling, and a sweet talker. Yes. Went into a dungeon. No. <laughs> and never came out again. Hmm. Hmm. And, and, and of course, um, again, while we do kind of wish we could just back out, we really do not want to displease and 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 renege on our um, agreements with the Callborn. It it would not good prove well for future um, joint ventures with them. So there's a dark forest under the city we need to go through via men here for that the Callborn will show us how to use. What did you get under the sea from? Under the city. Um yeah. And and well while, of course, we, um, we, we unfortunately don't have much funds left to offer, but as much as it pains me, um, provided that you might allow us to, um, have a chance to, to examine and, and understand the shard of it, we would also be willing to offer it as a reward at this stage. So, we go and fetch the shard, and you're willing to offer that we could keep it? We are willing to let you enter through our passageway after which you can retrieve the star and keep it. While cleaning up your mess and dealing with your diplomatic For which problems. we will, of course, reward you. Um, how does it sound to say 1,000 gold pieces for each dead body, 2,000 if you could rescue them alive? Mm. Each? Pretty good to me. Yes. Yes, that is for each. And, and, and everyone is happy, correct? Well, this is a big place. I'm sure we could 
manage to find something else in here if we needed to. How about um, access to this place whenever we needed? Oh, of, of, of course. Well, under normal circumstances, everyone has access to the library. And assistance when we needed priority assistance from you chaps. Um, I suppose. What do you mean by assistance? Well, if we have questions about things... Oh, answering questions. Sure, yes. Very good. Okay. Do we think we need any more money from this gentleman? Friends? Well... I know I'm old, but I'm still a woman. Oh, my apologies. <laughs> my apologies. That's that's just me not having a picture oh. to look at. And by, sorry. And for, um, and her name, yeah, her name is... With Alex too. Her name is um, Koifa, by the way. Make, make, make the assumption that if you're talking, I think you're a man. Oh. I've been, you've got to remember, I've been playing this kind of game for a long time, and I generally have people play the sex of their character. It's not a character, it's an NPC, Hal. I know, and in my head it's a man for some reason. The second the beady eyes opened the door, it was a man. Women can have beady eyes, too. Oh, yes, so. Okay. Anyway, her, her, name, her name is Koifa, for reference. Koifa. This, li- this lady. Or is Tutha. It seems fair to me. We get we get what we're we're really interested in. And yes, yep. yes, agreed. Very good. Um, so um, yes, if if you'd like, I can take you down there right now, or if you take need some time to perhaps um prepare or whatever. Do you know anything about this dark forest? Is it just like a normal forest, or is uh, is there something unusual about it? Um, yes. It, it is um, one of the um, legendary realms of Kermega. Hmm. It's, 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 it's not quite under the city exactly, so much as that's where anyone can find um, transportation into it and, and end up accidentally slipping into it. Um, we believe it's something of, um, of, how do they call it, a little pocket universe, you could say, that hmm. happens to somehow exist also in a particular geographic area. Okay. So, what lives there, and what are we expecting when we get to it? Well, there are a number of residents, but as far as um, threats go, the primary one will be the Black Keep, and of course its master, the Dark Rider. What do we know about that lookout? Uh, give me a second here. I'm just going to try and get to a reference point. That's, that seemed like an offhand comment, like it's a piece of common knowledge. Well, cu- culturally, it is common knowledge. Right. That's what I meant. Uh, like it's something that everybody knows. I, yes. I also like, know. like the there's man. a workshop full of Santa Claus, you know, that kind of thing. Um, essentially, yes. Um, the Dark Rider is a headless horseman ah. for most of the year. It dwells within the dark keep of the dark forest, emerging occasionally with a pack of slathering hounds to um, uh, ride out, going hunting on the surface and terrifying those virgins who dwell at the fringes of society, proclaiming death, harvesting souls, before returning once more to the hidden cavern. So if there's a shard, he probably has it or is guarding it since it's in his... Forest where his keep is. Well, maybe. You may not know about it. The, the yes, the Black Forest again, 
appears to be something of a pocket universe or dimension. It is very big, and um, reports say that any people who escaped had um, w- um, walked around its borders and were not able to find an entrance that way. Mm-hmm. Those who have escaped have done throw through various luck chances with these um, men here, which are basically just black obelisk type things. Mm. Um, Headless horseman. That's funny. It's 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 essentially kind of this permanent horror type forest place. Mm. Sounds like Raven Loftlockard. Um, not a bad thing. High dungeon. They 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 say that high dungeon. Look at you all, nineteen seventies fantasy. Heavy connection with um undead. Some say that they spawn there or are summoned there randomly, almost. So is it a negative energy place? No, no particular um evidence of that. Certainly people have survived it for a time and found escape. Um, of course, of uh, various um, <laughs> uh, altered mental state. Nice. So, as far as we know, it's an environment we can survive in and we don't need any special preparation for. Yes. Okay. Just facing its own to uh, a master. And... The, the... I would just like to put in that, that Paizo clearly put a great deal of thought into dark forest and dark castle as names for things in this adventure. It's, it's the Black Keep. Either way, it's, you know, it's... Come on, really? What? You can't be original with everything. Something has to be the worst place in the world to be called the Dark Forest. So, something has to be called the Black Keep. I guess that's Well, true. and that's what peasants would name it. I mean, it's... I don't, by the sound of it, there aren't many peasants living there. No. But it's a fairy tale around it. I guess that's fair. I guess if there's a story around it, we would have a simple name. All your fancy names of places because be by the river or by the... I mean, you have the Sleepy Hollow thing and he's still the Headless Horseman. Yeah, right. Well, I guess when it comes down to it, if you look at him and you go, what's that? It's, it's a Headless Horseman. But the Dark Rider, he does have like a few names for him. I gave you right. these before when you heard about him. Yeah. Yeah, for the previous characters. Yes. Uh, let's see, what do we have here? Um, in Varysia, he as the Dark Rider. In Ustalav, the Black Huntsman. To the Ooh. Orcs of Belkson, he's the Hound Master. Yeah. Because he's got hounds, apparently. Cool. He's the master of them. How, how would one take such a character down, if needed be? Chop him to small bits? Um, no, um my, yes. Well, assuming he can be killed... Um, which <laughs> that's always a good way to start the conversation. I, I I suppose it would simply be through regular martial prowess. Okay. He he so would supposedly be undead if that is what he truly is. Mm-hmm. But of, of, of course, I'm 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 certain that um, the the Caliborn wouldn't necessarily ask such a quest of whoever we sent in. Mm. Okay, let's let's get on with this. I'm, I'm sure they have a plan for how you can very, very easily and reasonably return with the shard without yeah, having, that's, without having to deal how, with any how, extra danger. That's how all this adventuring stuff works, in my experience. You go in there, and it's always very easy. Oh, wonderful. Any danger with the callborn or things we should avoid uh, saying, doing around them? Hmm. Breathing, probably. <laughs> Thinking. What is a callborn, other than something that eats my brain? We admit we do not know much about them ourselves. Um, 
again, they are quite a mystery as to us, aside from being the first scholars of the tower, and that they live in their subterranean city. So when you say first scholars, do you mean first chronologically or first as in the top guys? As, as far as we're able to tell, they were the first historical scholars to live in Kamega. I gotcha. Fair enough. What so about knowledge to probably know a lot. Indeed. Hence why we are very eager to keep relations well, good with them. Does Alex know much about the these things, being that she is our... A bard. Archaeology buff. Hmm... <laughs> They mostly disappeared quite a long time ago. They, um... What are they? They're aberrations, I believe. Let me just have yeah. to check where they're from. Outside. Do we have a knowledge planes check we could make on it? No, they're dungeonary. She did roll 25. Oh, okay. I'm just actually looking for the actual page in the bestiary. Ah. Uh. A bit of patience, Hal. Oh, sir, they are, they are outsiders. So actually that should be plain, shouldn't it? Mm. Well, they're kind of weird in that they're also very dungeoneering in Glorion. <laughs> Where are they from, Lockhart? Um, More importantly, what do they look like? They, they look... They, they look like... Um, hu- roughly humanoid. Two mm. elongated fingers, the first two on their hand. Mm. They have two mouths, a sloped forehead with no eyes, and are heavily psychic, tele- telepathic, telekinetic type stuff. I sound like the thing from Buffy. But which thing from Buffy? The, the things in the episode where no one can talk. Ah. Uh, uh, hush. Yeah. Yes, the, the the scholars can't tell you too much more about how to say not offend them, because um, simply put, uh, they've only spoken with them telepathically, and they can't really be sure what thoughts exactly drifted through or how they were perceived by the Colborn. Hmm. They've never spoken to them in person, it's always been at quite a distance. So what, it's been magical conversation as opposed to Te- actually going Telekinetic, because they are telekinetic race. Pathic. Oh, sorry, telepathic, oh. sorry. Yeah, but I mean, they've not been in the same room. No. They just talk to each other when they feel like it. Like on the phone. Hmm. Yes. Long distance uh, telepathy. Hmm. Admittedly, the the scholars have to take much more effort, they believe, to contact them than the Colborn contact the scholars. This was actually the first time the Colborn contacted them about something. So what do they want out of this agreement? Well, we believe possibly they have some interest in the Dark Forest. From what we can tell, they are not able to enter it or retrieve the shard themselves. Huh. So they can't go into the forest. And they want somebody to go in and bring it out. We do not believe so. When the bad people are too scared to go into bad places, that's when we should not be going into them. So no, we, 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 do not, we do not believe the Carbon have a sense of being scared so much as they are unable to go into it. So do they want this shard? Certainly I believe they want um, knowledge about it as well. We believe probably um, after we've researched it, they would of course take the memories of one of the researchers. So I'm going to take that as a yes. 
Um, okay, so I think we're going into this with trust no one, be polite to everyone. How does that sound as a, right. a basic premise for approaching this? And be prepared for them to attack us when we come out. I should probably not go with you. Why? Trust no one and be polite to everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not really in my uh, kind of traditional MO not offending people. Ah. Stand behind me and look look witchy. Right. <laughs> if not polite, strike fear into them. Intimidate. Read my mind. Should be good with that. Yeah, yeah. Read my mind. Let's see all the things I want to break on you. <laughs> okay, we're good. Let's taste. do this. Any more questions, folks? <sighs> right, does she have anything that she can give us now to help us? Mm. Any spells, scrolls? Oh, um, you are certainly welcome if you wish to look through the books if you can find a spell. This is what I'm um, dead. We, we, um, um, I was certain I had a, a, a scroll right here. She, she, she begins looking through the numerous piles of pages trying to find one particular one. I wonder if it's a scroll of Kill Headless Horseman. That would be tremendously yeah. useful right now. Ah, ah, yes, here it is. She brings forth a scroll of Disrupt Undead. Oh, that's oh. kind of useful. It's a zero level spell. It's still useful. Disrupt Undead. Is it, is it on the witch list? I'm not sure. I think it might be. If it is, then Lindsay can have it. Because I'm guessing Could I, I can... Disrupt Telepath while you're at it. Um, right? No, I'm not entirely sure. Anti-telepathy hats. That's but, you know, we, we might have it somewhere in the library. You, you, you get the, the idea that overly looking too far into it, while it's possible, is going to be quite a long process. Yeah, I was getting that impression. Okay, kids, let's get moving. So if I get given a scroll of something that's something yep. can, do I just put it in my scrolls section or do I can I add it yes. to my okay. can. Put it put it in your scrolls to start with and when you get chance you can scribe it in I guess it's not really scribing. You can feed it you to your familiar. Yeah, you kinda of teach it to your familiar. Yeah, little bison have a scroll. And he'll he'll kinda of read it and then eat it probably. I'm not remember. Does it still co- does it still cost for the witches to scribe? I don't know. If we actually want to get into that, we can look the rules, but unless we want to... I think it's I think it's the same process as a wizard scribing, so it still costs a little. It's a bit different. I think in particular uh, regarding uh, spell books, I think possibly you have to destroy the spell book page. Mm. Really? I don't know if they read that, but... I could be wrong, but it's... Because yeah. you have to, again, somehow prepare it for your familiar. See, I always pictured them copying it onto a scroll, which they then kind of... Assuming you have scribe scroll... Well, you know what I mean. As part of the process, they kind of move the spell onto something else so they're not destroying the source. Otherwise, that'd be really kind of mean. Well, but they are not wizards. They're different. I guess. I guess we'd look it up when we get there. I was, yeah, I was just it's, asking. It's, 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 it's for the same reason why wizards just outright can't learn spells from which is familiar. Yeah. So. All right. So, if you wish, she will lead you down. Yay. Down, down below right. where the goblins go. This is a trouble lady still with us. Um, she is. She's kind of been sipping her tea during all this. 
Well, it seems that you have things well in hand. I shall bid you farewell. Lockhart, every time you do that voice, I think of Oscar the Grouch, I think. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yep. That is, that is not, not, not bad, really. <laughs> it is Oscar the Grouch, isn't it, that I'm thinking of? Yes. With hoops. Yes, yes, yeah, that's right? fine. He's even green. <laughs> I will see you back at the temple when you wish to rest, or you have finished your quest here. Thank you, Lady Bargain. Thank you for your help. Oh, thank you as well. We are ever in your debts for the rescue of Augustine. That sounds good. They're right. They'll rip their goods open for you at any time. <laughs> it's true. All right, so she she will leave then. And um, yes, if you're ready, we're ready. Let's do this thing. Uh, I will cast my protective and attacky type spells for the day. Uh, the hour long buffs. The, uh, the, like, the ones that the ones that enchant my armor and weaponry. So magic weapons, greater magic weapon, and magic vestments. Correct. All right. Just, Is it just... worth me casting anything now, or I'm, ju- I'm just buffing up. That's all. Yeah. I also use. I have also have a rod of extend, which I use with those spells. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hal, Hal's doing it because he because otherwise because otherwise I, I'm in a normal piece of armor with a normal weapon. Oh no, but I have things that. Can help like mage armor and stuff. So I'm true. When is appropriate for me to use them? Mage um, armor doesn't really help you because your armor gives you an equivalent buff, I believe. Yes, I'm not talking about me. Oh yeah, you can cast it on someone else. I I think at the moment only your method would particularly benefit from it. Okay. I just wondered if there's anything like pre-prep type thing I can do. I don't think you have too many of them. Uh, mostly if, if it's something that lasts like hour per level or something you can extend to last like over 20 minutes, that's something you want to recast. But I don't think in particular you have too many of yours. I'm just, I'm just still learning how to prep for everything that I do. Yeah, I also am still learning, don't worry. I will prep my sword. <laughs> uh, let me just see if I can take a quick look at your spells and see if I can't catch something that has a long-term duration you might want to ca- cast. But, uh... I don't... Mind I'm still looking at the old list, but I don't think I see anything really, now. I will turn my dark vision on. Dark vision on. Um, your dark vision is now on. You're blinded by being inside a bright room! Close <laughs> <laughs> <was> my eyes. <laughs> It's fine. Your dark vision is always turned on. Um, it's always active too. Um, <laughs> it's, it's boring not having any. Like we're about to walk into something potentially really scary. Let's all prep, and I'm just like, I have no prep. I will <laughs> turn my dark vision on. Always ready. That's yes. funny. Or never ready. Alex vibrates in excitement at the thought of seeing traps. Uh, they're all yours, buddy. So, as you make your way down to the um, subfloor, you reach a maze of cluttered bookshelves that has been cleared away from the wall in this deep storeroom far under the spire's ground floor. In its place, several wooden reading tables have been overturned and stacked to create a curved barricade surrounding a portion of the stone wall. A lighter patch shows where tapestry once hung, now crumpled and forgotten on a nearby shelf, and a stone door so perfectly made that it would be almost invisible when shut hangs slightly ajar. 
There is a full dozen librarians, all of them old, most of them stunted, even for being of their race, um, humanoids of various races, all in red robes, sit on cushions and chairs around the barricade, keeping watch against anything that might come through, many with wands or staves close at hand. Wow. Boo! Ah! They are all concentrating strictly on the door. Um, Corfa explains the situation, saying that these are the new adventurers that will go through and get, get the shard um, for their study before they take it away. Can I sense motive on her? Just Sure, just, uh, you certainly just can. A, just as an aside. Yeah, you certainly can. I don't trust her, and I never did, but I'm not very good at this, but we'll see how it goes. Twenty. As far as you can tell, she's honest and quite simply is very eager for this whole thing to be over with. You get the idea that these librarians mm-hmm. really aren't used to this whole sort of thing where they could be in trouble with another organization in Caramega, face actual danger from inside the tunnels. Right. They, they very much likely would probably just want to go back to their days of being cooped up and reading books. I can understand that. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. So... Well, but while I feel like we're being used for this, I think we're the appropriate tool to hand. Yes. So right. she explains the situations. There are no protests from any of the other librarians mm-hmm. who, who shuffle aside slightly to make easier passageway through their barricade towards the door. What are they guarding the door against? Things from the under... Anything that might come up. Okay, I so... Because I, I think I missed a little bit of the first description of when we were talking to her because I was letting the dog out. So the adventurers went in through this door and never came back, basically. Yes. There, There is a door in the wall. It, like Again, if it was closed, it would be a secret door and just almost impossible to tell from the wall. Mm. Around it, they have this uh, barricade of tables and stuff, behind which they have cushions or chairs that they're sitting on, most of them with like wands or staves, either pointed at the door or just ready. Cool. So... When we come back here, is this door going to be open? It's currently open right now. So they're going to leave it open for us? Yes. Unless something comes through. They left it open for the last party. They did have trouble finding it when it was closed, so they kind of like to leave it open until everything's said and done. <laughs> All right, let's do this. We're going in. A- A- Alex kind of wants to see the door close so she can see how perfectly it would look in the wall. We can't go Please. Please. How about- Fine. As long as you can open it again. Uh, maybe? Maybe's not good enough. I need a yes. Uh, I'm not sure. So then maybe when we come out, you can see it closed. Okay, that sounds great. Very good. Thanks, Demir. You're welcome. If we survive. Exactly. Oh, I'm sure we'll survive. Demir's with us. Right. He's good at killing things. Actually, Gorham's very good at killing things. He's all right. He is alright. Uh, I think I'm actually the most effective thing at killing things. <laughs> you did really good at making that guy think he was a animal. Yep. I did. You did? Yep. And your hair's pretty and pink. Mm-hmm. Mine's only yeah. reddish. <laughs> this is why her girlfriend is awesome. Yes, yes she, she has red, orange, kind of gingery hair. Can you not see that? No, reddish. Rad- oh, no. She is not a radish. Nor does she have radish-colored hair. Hmm. So, uh, if you're heading past the door... We are. 
Um, it leads into a long stone hallway, five feet wide, ten feet tall. It curves frequently, leading steadily downwards, and at times turning into a staircase. Hmm. It seems to go on for quite some distance, heading hundreds of feet further in and who knows exactly how many downwards. The party does not have a dwarf. The librarian didn't, isn't coming with us, right? No, no. She, she, she quite happily waved goodbye to you at the barricade. Can't our archaeologist friend be kind of figuring out this crap? Like, how far it is down? She can have a, 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 a general idea, but she's, yeah. again, it's not a dwarf. True. Say that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> well, no, I, I just remember maybe it's a 3.5 thing or something. Doors had that sense that they knew exactly where they were in, rel- in relation to sea level. When they were underground, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And which direction was where, and they never got turned around, and is this floor sloping, and all of that business. Yes. Yeah. So eventually, you will reach a, another stone door, similar to the one at the spire, hanging open and leading into a room. Um, what is your light source through this so far? How dark, how dark is it dark at this point? It is, well, it is completely dark. There is no light beyond. Perfect. That kit, that kit, not perfect. I can't see in the dark. I'll tell you where things are. Thanks. I will have a light spell running. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I will have it running on the palm of my go- my palm of my glove so I can close my fist to cut it out if I need to. Ah, very clever. Not that you're so, completely cut so out, I, but you at least turn to very, very dim light. Yeah, well, so I can control the amount of light by opening and closing my hand. Yeah. But, uh, yes, yes. Um, shall we have a marching order? Sure. Do we have a map? Uh, yes. Just give me a moment. Mm-hmm. Can I go in front, or does the trap detector go in front? I think until we get to a room, I think you're probably best putting our trap detection unit in the front. Or you, if it's wide enough, you can walk side by side. Just walk slightly behind her. Hmm. Oh, loading. Loading. Still loading. Rendering. Either that or it's black. Lockout, is it supposed to be black? It is also black right now. Fog of me... There it goes. I saw a thing. Where are we? There it I is. See nuts. Uh, where are we now? What button top, is it again? Top lefty corner. Ah, why can I not do this? What? Oh, I know that's why. Sorry, I want I want to do my thingy. <laughs> you mean pull us over onto the? Yes. Did that do the thing? I, I can see us. I think it's because we're way on the side. There we go. That's it. That moved us. So yes, you should see the passageway as well as the ajar secret door. I'm gonna guess this is probably our order. Is that a likely order? That's pretty good. That seems fine. I'm at the back. Yeah. Okay. Unless you want to be nearer the front, but I figured I'm good. You're kind of an out of out of combat character, so that might be where you want to be. Um, so at this point, if the door is ajar, I will suggest that Alex maybe steps behind Gorham and I. All right, and we can proceed that way. Um, Alex draws her rapier, or sorry, scimitar at this point. Yep, I will have my longsword in hand, my shield is at the ready, I look immaculate and awesome. My jaunty hat will vanish to be replaced by something more utilitarian. 
Why do you have a jaunty hat? Seemed appropriate while we were talking to those people. He's got magic sleeves. I do have magic sleeves. So, is someone looking into the room? Yes, we are. Alright. Let me just give a little buffer so you can see the walls properly. It's a good call. Thank you, Luca. So, this chamber is bare, save for a single ornate high-backed wooden chair against the wall. <clears throat> In the room center, a head-sized blob of condensed purple fluid slowly pulses and warps like a drop of heavy oil suspended underwater. Great. Is it in the air or on the ground? It is in the center of the room in the air. So it's floating. Yes. Um, a perception check would be appropriate for those standing at the front able to peer into the room. So Gorham and I, basically. Yes. 24. And a 21 for Gorham. Yes. That should be able to see that there are marks on the floor and a few relatively fresh bloodstains suggest that there was a scuffle here. Hmm. Interesting. Um, so they went this way and fought something. What the hell is this thing, Lockhart? Can I figure it out or not? Um... I mean, my spellcraft isn't probably as good as the witch's, but I could take a crack at it. A spellcraft would be most appropriate. I'll take a crack at it before I call the witch forward. Bob. Just in case. Um, I'm not like a tool that just stands at the back until I'm required. Nineteen. Well, I'm not saying you are, but if it's something horrid, then... This is beyond your ken. Um, Juniper? Yes? Could you please come and take a look at this before we enter the room? Um, sure. Can I see too? Yes, you can also come and see, but be careful not to go through this door. I guess I'm now in the back. Well, we'll just shuffle around. We don't have to... We're not in combat, so we don't really fill yeah. our whole square. As, as long as we have a general idea where people are, you guys... You don't have to move the tokens all the time, just as long as we have a general reasonable idea. Unless, of course, for some reason I ask for a specific token movement. <laughs> which, which, of course, is perfectly natural. It has no sinister reason to it. No, of course not. No. I get ready to push them all into the room. Yes. I like how you're 21 for kicking ass at Spellcraft. Well, that means I rolled a two. Oh, crap. Three. <laughs> That's pretty bad. It yeah. is beyond Juniper's ken. Um, Alex Imagine. says, I am not entire... Uh, am I getting this right? Me? No. No. Ah. No? Ah. I gotta check something quick. Okay. Stats for the character? Possibly. <laughs> Possibly oh. also so I'm not screwing you guys over. Oh, yeah, don't do that. Don't screw us over, Lockhart. The downside to playing an NPC that's actually more vital at detecting danger. And trying to see if the trap fires off when we look at the room or just step in the room. Okay. Hey, Lockhart, I'll cast Guidance on her. All right, you cast that. Um, I'm not really sure what it is either. It looks mm. pretty. Right? It looks pretty dangerous from my end. Might be dangerous, too. Speak, friend, and enter. Cast Detect Magic on it, Lockhart. 
Uh, pretty pretty high up there. What is it? It has a magical aura. Mm-hmm. That as soon as I look up stuff, I will be able to tell you the strength <laughs> of. After mm-hmm. which, you will be able to make a spellcraft tech to determine its uh, what school it comes from. Uh, I will not blind. I will stop rolling that now. Uh, okay. So since this is sealed, this has been down here since the Thessalon era, or something possibly. Well, we don't know for sure. It might be a new effect made by the adventurers. That's true. There's not something I've ever seen. Uh, where are they? Where are they? Uh, here we go. So it is a strong magical aura. A 19, 19 is not going to be enough to figure out what spell, what school they belong to. Ah. Okay. Visible servant. Mm. What are we thinking here, people? Do you want to kind of edge round the room to get to that door? What can my unseen servant do? Um, it can move, it can activate 20 pounds of force. It would... If it walked through a room that had a trap in it, is it able to set things off? Uh, let me just check how far it goes. I just want to see if it's an actual living being or if it's magical effect. I think it's an effect. I don't think it actually. If, if it's good. conjuration. Yeah. If it has weight, if it yeah, if it needs to be seen, it won't uh, trigger anything. How come it's not in here? Invisible, invisible servant. Un- oh, it's unseen, unseen servant. servant. That's where I'm going wrong. <laughs> Look at me, still using books. It is actual conjuration creation. So it is a thing. It is a thing. A invisible, mindless, shapeless force. It's a force. It's not actually a creature, then. Because uh, it's mindless and shapeless. But the wind is a force. It can still set something off. Yeah. Yes. Right. If, if, it's, it's, if it's set off by weight, your servant can activate it. If it's set off by a living creature, it will not activate. Or if it's set off by sight, obviously. Mm-hmm. Do you have any kind of creature summoning spells, sweetheart? Um, summon monster, summon nature's ally, anything like that? Nope. Yep. Mm. Uh, and, nor, and nor do I at the moment. Like tentacles. Tentacles. Indeed, hmm. mm. big difference. I was thinking just to let to cast that and let it wander through and see if it was if it did anything. Mm. We don't lose anything, except for the spell slot. Yeah, but at this point, and it, well, that being said, it does last an hour per level, so you know what? it would tentacles. stick around. A, Oh, no, not Tentacles, Unseen oh, Servant. Oh, the Unseen Servant, yeah. So even yeah, if it doesn't set off this cats. trap, yeah. Yeah. It, it can be used at another point. And it can bring you tea the rest of the turn. Yep. Do, we, do you give a name to your Unseen Servant? Hmm, I don't know. Maybe... Can keep it along the... I don't know. Whoever 
<laughs> no, probably not. I don't know. I'll think of one. All right. It'll get one at some point. In any, in any event, are you casting that then? Yeah. So Juniper casts it, and there there is now your unseen servant, who you, who you recognize is willing to, to, to provide force for whatever need you have. Yay. So, what are we trying in this room, then? Wow, how is this totally... Oh, are you going to try cast tentacles, I mean? Well, no, I'm going to let this happen and see what this okay. was. Or else I really would be just wasting spells. Yeah, right, sorry. Do, 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 do. So, you send the servant in and have it take a walkabout? Yeah, pretty much. Alright. Can I go up to the thing and look at it closer? And um, uh, again, it, it's, it's, it's mindless. It, it can't communicate with you. Okay. So it could move up to it. It could even try exerting force on it. However, um, it can't actually say relate anything new information to you about it. Okay. Yeah. Basically, you go servant, go push that ball, and the servant goes and pushes the ball. Okay. Because I think it's not. Is it limited by gravity? What? The unseen servant. I always assumed. I always assumed they could fly for some reason, but I don't know. Whether oh, they, they, they cannot fly. I thought it floated to it. I think they do. I don't think they touch the ground. I think they kind of float along, but that's just in my head. Mm, they cannot fly, so it does indeed have to anchor itself to the ground. Hmm. It could wiggle that chair, though, right? That would get it some movement, maybe. Mm, to a degree, yes. Yes, it certainly could try that. So that would get it some visible movement in the room. That being said, was it... That's a wooden chair. So yes, it could do that. It can't perform any task that requires a skill check with a DC 10 or higher. Yeah. It cannot fly, climb, or swim, though it can't walk on water. <laughs> hmm, okay. So, I'm going to tell it to go in and to move the chair around and just generally... See if anything happens. Yeah. All right. So, I suggest that we're not too close to the door, just in case, or that we're able to shield ourselves a bit if anything happens to go off. Mm. Alex volunteers, as she seems, of course, very, very eager to find out exactly what this is. And she promises she has really good reflexes to close the door if something goes wrong. <laughs> Better. Don't want to have to get another Alex. Hey. Where would you find another Alex? Yeah, the next one would be lower level because we got this one killed. <laughs> uh, so the servant walks into the room. It wiggles the chair. It's able to wiggle it fairly well, but not quite, say, tip it over or anything. Mm. Heavy chair, like, again, chair is probably heavier than its 20 pounds. It's very ornate and large. And it does not seem to provoke any reaction from the blob. Mm. Wow. After staring into the room for quite a while, watching the lack of reaction, Alex kind of goes back and says, I think it might be a trap of some kind. Uh, I think you might be right. Good job. <laughs> can, you, can you determine its nature? I think it's magical. I think we're probably all at that point already. 
how would one deactivate such a trap? Or, or bypass it? I do have a couple of teachings that were taught to me by the archaeology teacher I used to have that might be able to get past it. Really? I would have to get close to it. Like walk up to it? Yes. So, okay, let's, let's, let's try and work this out. What kind of trap is this likely to be? Do we think it's going to fire something at us? Do we think it's going to blow up? Do we think it's going to turn into something? Pop and flood the room with acid? Yeah. What well, kind of, what kind of, there's, a, there's at least no evidence of any damage to the chair. Okay. And it hasn't detected as magical. And the scratches on the ground like there's been a fight? Yes. But not anything that looks like it was direct. So almost like a group walked through here and something mentally affected one of them and had it attack the others. Hard to say. Possibly. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Or it made uh, 10,000 killers. Or a sur- survival check, maybe? To, to track with Aragorn-like skill. <laughs> ah, I have that. That, well, that would be Gorham's job. 22. Good, wo- good work, Gorham. Yes, Gorham does believe that the marks come from people entering the rooms and moving amongst themselves, as opposed to any additional party entering. Hmm. So that would be a good summation, right? This thing affected them somehow and caused them to fight each other. Or they just started hemorrhaging through their eyes. And... Well, they, they said there was kinds of a scuffle, so that would yeah. be you know, a good logical assumption that maybe they were fighting. The, the, the blood drop patterns seem to indicate slicing or whatever movements. Mm. Or, or, or so, something being struck with force, I guess. I don't think so. I'm if, gonna... I, if I'm a weird orb in the middle of the room, what can I do? So let's assume that this thing works on sight rather than proximity, because we have nothing else. Well, we've already looked at it. Well, yes, I'm going to guess it activates when we step in if it's a trap at all. So how about we try casting Obscuring Mist on the actual thing and then edging round the room and seeing if it can't see us? That's right, I was just looking up to see if we can't put the thing in the mist. It's big. The area is big. 20 foot, something like that? Yeah, it'll fill that whole room. Yeah, but I was seeing, like, the... Of course, it is centered on the caster, too. Yeah, that's that's the problem. It's centered on the caster. That being said, it is a 20-foot radius. So if you set foot in the room, it's going to cover the sphere if it's in the center. Or we could just wander through and not look at it. Somehow I managed to seemingly not print this out. (laughs) I have got, like, everything else right now. Except for obscuring this, unless I'm just being dense and totally bypassing the page. I put it on. There you go. Mm. You're bypassing the page, my lovely. This is great. You guys are approaching it old school again. I love it. Of course we are. We're all about the old school, Lockhart. I don't seem to have the information in front of me for obscuring this. I might be be able to help as well if we're concerned about it being centered on the caster. So obscuring mist, it is centered on the caster. It's a 20 foot radius though. 
Um, it's because I don't have it learned as a standard. That's why a I'm creature good. five feet away has concealment, so it would be um, sight, and then I would have to look up what concealment does with sight, but probably 50-50 chance of avoiding seeing it. Um, even though it's a, it's a 20% mischance, but I, I don't know. And by the way, total concealment is 50%. But yeah, but, but most importantly it says you cannot use sight to locate your target, so you just cannot see it. Seems like it would work, then. I have a better spell that won't be centered on the caster. You have Fog Cloud? I have Fog Cloud. I get, I get it from the battle mystery. So if that's... Oh, you just outright have that, then. Yeah. yeah. Spontaneous. Yeah. So up to you, then, if you want to use it in such a way. Do we think it's a good idea? I could fill this room with fog, and then we just follow our way around the outside wall, and uh-huh. get, get Alex to check that door and get the hell out of here. If we're worried about gaze, can't we just, like, face the wall and not look at it? Well, it's not the fact that it's going to turn into something and we're going to look at it. It's the fact that it may be activated by sight. It's hmm. sight, not ours. I assume it's seen as picking through the doorway. But it's magical, so it's probably got a radius like the door, which it won't activate until somebody crosses. All right, you're the magic guy. Well, actually, she's the magic girl, but... I appreciate the compliment. I'll cast Fog Cloud into the room. Alright, so the room is now filled with a thick fog. It is very difficult to see five feet in front of you. Including dark vision. Including dark vision. Luckily, I have blind fight. Hey! That's great. That is a good combination. That that, that actually makes it very good to Fog Cloud and let Gorm sweep in there with with his advantage. You're right, but yeah, yeah, as long as he sees where they are to start with, he should be good. That's okay, I'll just swing wherever I hear movement. That's a good idea. We'll whistle. Um, okay, let's get moving around the room, around the wall to the north, and then to that door. Okay. And we'll get Alex to check the door out, assuming nothing bad happens. So who is entering first? I want to say Alex is, but that's really mean. She's happy to do so. She's very curious about this trap. I know, but... She's, she's slightly disappointed that you, you guys won't let her try to just outright disarm it, but she understands the need for caution. Good. Uh, I'm also concerned about sending her in first, but I needed to disable that, check that door on the other side. Um, I'll go in first, she can follow me, and when we get to the door, we can switch places. Okay. So as Demir enters, a pleasant female voice says something that most of you can't understand. <laughs> awesome. Alex it's says... That was Thassilonian. She was asking us to please state our query. Well, except she said your query. Like, how do we disarm her? Okay. Maybe. I could ask her if you'd like. I mean, she's just going to let the dog out. We're back in the After a few more seconds, the voice calls out again. Alex says in Thessalonian, um, how do we disarm you? Uh-oh. After which, it says something, and a word, and Alex says the word. Okay. She said that if we said the word disarm in Thessalonian, it should deactivate for about ten minutes. And I said the word. Okay, we'll cross the room. Alright. 
Uh, you do indeed. Cross the room. That and was interesting, Lockhart. Yeah, we didn't have to bleed. Or whatever happened here. Interesting. You guys are actually very clever. I like that. Are we clever? You are we just clever. Don't, we, we just don't trust anything, Lockhart. That's the problem. All right. So, uh, checking at the door. Alex uh, is not able to determine any particular traps or dangers associated with it. Awesome. Let's open the door. Um, I will step Alex back, and Gollum and I can go into the door. That's a rather helpful blob. I wonder what other questions it could answer. Yeah, let's not ask it anymore. Open the door. All right, so... Corridor! You do indeed see a corridor. Where it continues forward at a curve. However, there is before you a doorway to the north and one to the south. Alex, can you check this passage before we pass down it, please? Sure. She walks down the passageway and back again, stopping at the curve. And check those doors before you pass them. Okay. Thank you. One more thing's bursting out. Uh, so, she will come back and say that, um, to the north, I, I'm not sure if I heard this right, um, but I think I might have heard someone crying inside there. Nice. Man uh, or a woman? I'm not sure. Hmm. Couldn't really tell. Kind of had a strange hiss to the voice, really. Snake person. Well, there was a nag in the party, uh. Yeah. I don't think they cry very often, though. And to the south door, I um, didn't really hear, hear much of anything, really. Hmm. But no traps. No traps. Awesome. Can, can we, um, maybe when we're done here, can, can, can I maybe look at the, the purple blob a bit? Maybe later. Hey, maybe you can even take it with us. That would be amazing! A trap you can move with you! That's a great idea. Alex, are either of those doors trapped or locked? Uh, no. Okay, stand over there. Gorham, do you want to go through that north door? Alright. Alright, we're putting you in front. Is Lindsay back? I am. Okay. Do you, there we go. What, what, where did you leave off? What, do, do I have to fill you in with anything? Um, um you've gone through the room and she'd, she'd ask, it, ask what. Uh, about a query. Okay. Uh, after which Alex had gained the word to know how to disarm it by saying disarm in Thassalon. Hmm. Then you head to this hallway, door to the north, door to the south. Hallway continues at a curve further on. Alex said that there was some strange hissing, crying of indeterminate gender or species from the northern door, and she wasn't able to hear anything in particular from the southern door. Cool. Not a very scary trap. Um... It doesn't seem to be a trap at all. There, there, there is no traps that you can find on, on the doors or hallway, slightly disappointedly. We're, we're just getting ready to go through this north door. Alright, so... If you are ready... Gorham, remember that we get paid more if these people are alive, assuming this is one of those people. Okay. Thank you, sir. So... 
guess I open the door. I've been assured it's not trapped. You have been assured it's not trapped by the one who really likes traps and is kind of overjoyed at seeing them go off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, great. Sahitrin. So. Chamber. Hmm. Dusty, decomposing red drapes hang from this room's ceiling, and tall iron candle holders stand in each of the chamber's corners. Inlaid into the floor in wide, iridescent lines is a circle of runes, its center filled by a seven-pointed star. Hmm. Furthermore, uh, in the center of the room is what appears to be a very large serpent head. That is weeping multicolored tears. Uh, anyone can spellcraft if they wish. So some sort of ritual chamber. We'll try serpent head. Ooh, Another GM and juniper typing. Juniper gets really good. Twenty-one for me. It's pretty good for me. Uh, so, I believe uh, Juniper is able to recognize uh, the um, form, the, the disembodied head, is a version of a binding spell. Mm-hmm. Okay. And as the door is opened... Uh, Somebody bound a head in here. The door, the, uh, basically binding that, that just a head is shown. The, the rest mm. the rest of the creature is still hidden Bend. at this moment. Oh, I see. Um, at, at, at this point, the serpent head turns up to look at you, and in obvious distress, um, gasps out. Uh, does anyone speak celestial? No. I speak a blissful. That's probably close. Sure. <laughs> Lindsay, do you speak a no. celestial? No, just a bristle. Oh, that's unfortunate. So, um, gasps out something that none of you can understand. After mm. which, it appears in the flesh, um, hissing and looking quite violent. Uh, Alex, reckons the weepy serpent head? Uh, no. What is it? Uh, as it appears, you can do a knowledge planes and roll initiatives. Great. Is that a quartal? Maybe. Shouldn't it be helping us at this point? Uh, a what? Knowledge planes. Knowledge planes and initiative. Can't do knowledge planes. That's in Lindsay's land. Yep, that's why I rolled 36. Nice. I like how you spelt planes. I don't know. Sorry. 21 for initiative. Mm-hmm. Alright. Don't they normally consider themselves the good guys? I think they normally are good guys, aren't they? So, uh, I can also get a proper sized picture. Actually, I was very lucky to find that that token. Isn't it wonderful? It's very pretty. I very colorful. Underrolled my initiative by four points because I forgot that I've gone up. So my initiative <laughs> would be um, 17. So, uh, this is something that you would see. It is large. The great serpent has multicolored wings and eyes that glimmer with intense sadness. Multicolored tears fall into the ground as it weeps. Except this time, its mouth is also hissing menacingly. Fangs that drip with venom. So it's going to attack us, but it's sorry about it. 
It's very pretty. So, Juniper should be a 17? Mm-hmm. So, it's like it's being controlled, I'm guessing. Uh, Juniper is able to... I need to change that. How do I change... Uh, whatever, I'll get that sure. later. Tiefling witch. Um, Juniper is able to determine that they are indeed outsiders of a typical, um, normally lawful good alignment. They're, they're, they're known as servants of lawful and good deities. Um, though they typically operate independently of any greater being. They are respected and admired for their wisdom and beauty, and trying to steer mortals onto the right path and use their powers to fight evil. Uh, they are capable of flight. They have a bite attack with a... Um, what does this do? Oh, yes. A bite that can drain strength. Hey! And are um, particularly good spellcasters with a variety of um, spells, both arcane and divine. Awesome. They're gonna kick it's gonna kick our ass. Alright, so uh I guess I need its initiative, don't I? Mm. So what? plus seven. Seventeen. Not bad. That being said, with like a plus, what are you at? Twelve now? Fourteen? Uh, it does not beat yeah, Juniper's modifier. <laughs> Speedy Witch. So, Demir gets first reaction to this site. Ah! <laughs> oh dear. Um, that is a very brave reaction. Ha <laughs> Crap. That's your Demir. Crap. Yeah. I guess I will... I'll cast Aura of Doom. Okay. I'm not sure that'll go through unless you're Actually, no. I won't. I'll cast Blessing of Fervor. Ah, okay. That seems to be a more logical start. I was going to say, you're archive blocked off by most of the wall there. I'm not sure your aura would extend towards it yet. Yeah, I'll cast Blessing of Fervor. Everyone is fervored. Means everybody gets extra wang. <laughs> Not needed. So, yeah. Lindsay, it's Juniper's turn. She gets a, a variety of bonuses, which Hal can explain, because it's his spell. Yeah, you can either choose uh, to be able to hit better and some defense. You can choose to be able to cast a spell as if it was silenced or extended or still or whatever. You can stand up from Fallen without provoking um, and something else that I've forgotten. Isn't there one where I can... Um, it, like, reduces its... Um... The, the, there is the option to get a, a plus one bonus to attack and AC and reflex save. Yeah, I think that was the one I was sort of thinking plus about. Plus two. Plus two. Oh, plus two. Mm-hmm. So if you wish, you can take that bonus then. Yeah, oh, or you can increase your speed by thirty feet. Yes. Or you can cast, yeah, or you can cast a second level spell, or you can make an extra attack as part of a full attack action. But she's okay. So you're choosing the defensive option then. Yeah. Okay. Then what do you wish to do on your turn? Again, you are kind of 
only seeing this by kind of bending around the corner to look into the door with beside Gorham. It's not a great position. Though you admittedly can see more of it than Demir, because you see it side on that side of the room. And my knowledge planes told me that it was not from... It is an out, outer planar being. Um, though, I mean, they are, they are native, so they, they do kind of appear somewhat on the mortal plane, but they travel quite a bit as well. Does that mean it's going to be immune to anything I have going uh, on? Not in particularly. Uh, it should be relatively, um, unless it casts something defensively, which as far as you can tell it hasn't had a chance to, it should not have any particular immunities. Mm. Okay. I'm thinking about hexing it with misfortune. To try and get it to drop. Is that what you would like to do? I think so, yes. Okay, so it makes a will save. Hopefully not. Boom. A 31 will resist the effects of your misfortune. Sheebus. Hang on. Misfortune. And unfortunately it does not have any failure effects. No. Oh well. So, Tassikinella. Um. Tassikinella. So let's see... Yeah, these things aren't low level. They are not low level. Uh, Why am I standing in the open doorway? As tears continue to pour down, it seems to mutter some words. A bead of red flame appearing in front of its mouth to shoot forth rays at the primary target of Gorham. I have a question before we carry on. Okay. If I, I have a I have a cursed hex. It says you can make a second attempt at failed hexes. Is that, that just my next go? That means yeah. your next go, because normally one try of misfortune and you wouldn't be able to target it again. Mm-hmm. So you can try misfortune again next turn if you wish, because you have a cursed hex. I think it was immediate or in my next I, go. It would be pretty pretty amazing for a feat if that was immediate. I think that just means you can target it again, because most hexes are like once per day you can target. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so, so I'm getting scratching It seems to spend a bit of extra time saying the words, but in any event, I believe uh, two rays will eventually shoot forth. Mm. Uh, so go down by two. So this is against touch AC. So the first. Yeah, is a 22, which I imagine will hit. Yes. 18? 18 for uh, touch. touch. Yeah. Okay. My touch is kind of crap. So... Uh, the first amount of damage is going to be 24 points of fire damage. Ouch. And the second one is going to be 16 points of fire damage. Beautiful. Oh, wait. Uh, let me just check, make sure I did that right. Lens, do you have Dispel Magic? Before we even try and enter the room. Ouch. 
But I just want to make sure again I'm not screwing you over. Yeah, because I think this thing's enchanted and we want to try and break it. Probably a pretty serious enchantment if it's... Okay. Yes, yes it can do that. Yikes. Okay. No, no problems. Uh, Alex's turn. What's happening? What's happening? (laughs) Uh, At this point, Alex will activate a use of luck. And... uh, I don't think... Um, Has he got any buffs? I'm going to think cast Heroism on Demir. That's a good call. Hey, Heroism, what does it do? Heroism? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, where where are you? I got it. There Uh, we go. Oh, this is actually something... Nice. Long term. Plus four on attack, save, skill checks, immune to fear, and Plus temporary two. hit placement. Plus two. Heroism, not oh, greater I'm reading, heroism. I'm reading greater, sorry. Plus two on attack rolls, saving throws, and skill checks. Nice. Yes. Thank you. Because unfortunately she can't touch um, Gorham. Gorham. There. Mm-hmm. Always the way. But uh, that shall do for now. And it'll be uh, Gorham's turn. Uh, I guess I will... Uh, let's see, if I... Close, I can't take a full attack, right? Uh, no. So I guess I'll just take the, uh, plus two to, uh... To hit. Okay. To hit and step in and whack this thing once really hard. Yeah, that's fine. Did you charge it? You could charge it. You have ten feet. Um, If you want to reduce your AC by the two you're raising it by... Why guess, not? Uh, it hit me quite easily anyway, so... Okay. Since it's doing touch attacks. <laughs> does it have reach? Uh, it does not. Gorm hey! is able to move forward and attack without provoking anything. And he is able to bypass the thickness of its scales with his hit. Excellent. Is that a crit threat? No, it probably is. That's way too low a roll. That's a it two rolled, for you. It rolled yeah. a yeah. two. It's like, just good that hit. <laughs> All right. Uh, nice. 30 points. Not bad, not bad. It's a big hit, but there's a lot of flying snake here. Yes. And unfortunately, it ate a lot of my hit points with those first two rays. I'm coming, you big woman. Demir. <laughs> big woman. Um, I will... Step to here, initially. Okay. Do I want to do that? Or do I, Sorry, yeah, what, what bonus are you taking first? I really should ask. Oh, yeah, good call. Um, I'll take the plus two to a hit for the damage, for the AC bonus. Okay. I will step to there. Is that enough room to stand? Yeah, that's fine. It's, it's relatively, yeah. That's I don't fine. want to block the door. I guess I could step into combat, I guess. But I'm going to heal him. Do you have that quick heal, that quicken healing thing? I don't. Oh, dear. Right? I don't think I do. What, is that a battle mystery? I think it is a battle mystery. I don't think I'm high enough level for it yet. Oh, mm. and it's only tiny spells. Is it only tiny ones? Oh, no, I know why I didn't take it. It's only once a day. Uh, 
Which makes it a bit compared to the other things. Because once, once a day could only prevent someone from dying in combat. Well, yes, I appreciate that, but it's like probably <laughs> the next on the list. As a, you know, there were other things that were more. Fair enough, fair enough, if you had more pressing. But anyway. Um. I, I quite think of it as a good one and, and one to then waste feats on, get extra uses of it. Right. So, if I step there, can I cast defensively on him? You certainly can. What's the role for that exactly? Uh, it's a concentration check. The DC is 15 plus twice the spell level you're trying to cast. Mm. You roll your caster level plus your um, um, caster stat modifier. And any other miscellaneous bonuses you might have, like combat I have, casting. I have combat casting. So that's a plus four, I believe. Yeah, so I'd be rolling a 20 plus whatever the roll was. No, a 19 plus ever what the roll was, right? Uh, you're level 9. Plus, plus 6 four. for charisma, plus 4 for combat casting. Then... So that's a pretty good chance casting, right? Yeah, yeah, that's 19. Yeah, uh, well, it depends what spell you're casting. Because, I mean, 5th level is a 25 still. Yeah. Well, I don't you, have you, spells. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. You, you only get them next level. So, I mean, it's up to you. You do have a fairly good chance, but at the same time, third level and higher has a chance that you'll fail. Yeah, you're right. So let's guarantee success and stop there, and I'll cast Cure Critical on him. Which I don't have a button for. What's Cure Critical, Lockhart? Uh, Critical Hmm. is going to be 4d8 plus caster stat. Or, or caster modifier, or you know, forty-eight. No, plus... no, ca- caster. Yeah, your caster level. Sorry, so it's forty-eight plus nine. Yes, twenty-six back. Thingster. Yay! I'm just saying D six. Whatever. You, you know what I mean. Yes. So Demir comes up and fills Gorm with healing light. The burns abate a bit. Gods of battle, fill your warrior with awesome healing. <laughs> And Juniper's turn. Go, Juniper, go. Okay, do I want to have a second go at that hex, or do I want to dispel the magic that we think is keeping this thing going? Well, Juniper was able to identify it as a binding spell, correct? Yeah. So, binding spell... uh, ...is fairly high level. Yeah, binding is pretty high. And can only be you can't dispel a binding spell with dispel magic, though an anti magic field or mage's disjunction affects it. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, what you're saying is whatever cast this was way out of our league, like a rune lord, like a rune lord, maybe. Jeebus, it's kind of sucks because these things are kind of good. But hey, I, I should have tried to intimidate it. I'm sure that would have worked. I'm sure it would have been quaking in its boots right now. Lens, you could step in and just kind of try and throw hexes at it. Well, that's what. But I was asking if you wanted me to do a second attempt at that one I did just now because I can only do it now. Yeah, you're right. You can only do it now. Um, it's up to you. Um, let's see. Well, its saves are going to be decent. So, you're going to have to work at them, I guess. How about Evil Eye? Um, yeah, you can certainly do that. But you give up your, your ability to use um, Misfortune. Mm-hmm. Well, does, does it have to be the next round? 
Yes, it has to be by the end of her oh, next turn. Okay. Well, yes, but I mean, at the same time, Evil Eye... I mean, I don't know. It's up to you, but Evil Eye is a good, potent debuff it as is. well. It's a great yeah, well, one. Misfortune, the Misfortune one is that I've only taken advantage of the fact that I can recast it. So right. normally I would only cast it once anyway. And if it failed, it failed. So. Yeah. And, and I mean, um, again, the thing is with Evil Eye, even if the creature saves, they still get yeah. affected by it for one round. That's right. right. Which, 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 which then she can... Tackle. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I shall hex it with my evil eye. Yeah. Alright, uh, what are you targeting? It's attack, it's AC, it saves. I think I'm going to attack it saves. Good call. Alright. That way I'm more likely to get further. With your spells and stuff. So it makes a will save. Uh, It succeeds, but again it is affected for one round. <laughs> it's so it currently has minus four to saving throws, but just for one round. Yes. Yeah, but you're going to cackle and keep it up. Yes. Uh, also, Sickenel's turn. Hmm. <laughs> Not that it's got a name. This clearly means we could have talked to it. If we spoke Celestial or whatever it speaks. I'm sure it's like, yes, uh, all you need to do to break the binding is... I don't know, uh, close the door. Um, Rub your shard and wish. Right. Yeah, at the... The thing is, it is a very good spellcaster, but unfortunately this room is too small for it to really move back, so it'll probably just try and bite and grapple and do stuff to Gorm like that. Hooray! Yes, my armor might actually do something then. <laughs> Maybe. Because I, I, I don't think... Fighting against mind control magic will allow it to use really intelligent tactics to to hurt you. Well, yeah. It, it'll, it'll probably try and find loopholes to do the most ineffective way of attacking you. It's kind of terrible. I guess it depends what it's mind controlled to do, doesn't it? It does. So It's probably got some form of good poison. So, so we will then, yes, do an attack roll on Gorum. It tries to bite at the half-orc. The 21 will probably fail. They're all pretty well. Uh, yep. Alright, so it will fail at attacking Gorum. Alex's turn. Alex will uh, activate Arcane Strike and will step into the room to assist comrades. Oh, uh, I should say taking the um, plus two attack AC bonus. Very good. Uh, step in and will then uh I keep forgetting, did I add these? Whatever. Um, possibly plus two to this roll. <laughs> Depending on what the modifier is. Uh, so not plus two, but that is a crit threat. Cool. So rolling to confirm and extra damage. Uh, does confirm. Because again, this is plus two to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, no pluses to the damage, right? So she'll do 18 points of damage. And it'll be Gorm's turn. What bonus does Gorm wish for? I think I will now take the extra attack and wail on this thing three times. All right. Good call, Mr. Gorm. Uh, 39. That's a crit threat. Roll. Just roll, roll confirm just to get it out of the way, if you don't mind. 
That uh, will confirm. 28, yeah. Woo! Boom! Yeah. Splash. See, second attack. No. Nope. And then back to the height bonus for the final attack. Yeah. And confirm. So two crits coming in. Uh, Unless it's immune to crits. Uh, it is not. And, and, and the second one gets your bonus damage, doesn't it? Because it's not the first attack. Yeah. Okay. So oh, yeah. Yeah, roll your damage. Uh, 27 on the first. So... What? That'd be... 57? 57. Oh, plus 2d10 for the acid splash. Or no, 1d10, sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yay! Splash. Okay, and what's the second hit? Oops. Oh, sorry. I was going to do the splash. Whatever. It's, it's, It's small potatoes in comparison. Oh, probably. Yeah, four points. Okay. And second, it, it's it's your other one that's doing a plus forty modifier damage that is kind of more important. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. crap! I well, must have really rolled crappy on that. You're rolling your attacks, not your damage thing. For that. oh, she's never right. Okay. Does twenty nine? Okay, I got to edit that 20. macros. Twenty nine and twenty six. Okay, so that's fifty five. Plus, Jesus. So, seven, so essentially, first, wow. first he Sorry. cuts off a wing, and then you just chop off its head. Nice. Hey. And then there's a big splash of acid just to make sure nothing grows back. Mm-hmm. Which which helps as with lit, with little will-o'-the-wisps of rainbowy iridescent light, it starts dissolving and it's being sent back to a different plane. What, we don't even get to eat it? No, no, you don't. <laughs> this dungeon sucks. This dungeon sucks. Did it leave some treasure? Um. Um. A spellcraft check? From any of those willing to make one? Well, how can you come and get the dog for me, please? I'm coming, boo. I'll try that real soon. Alex does not get very high. 21 from me. Lindsay will beat me. Juniper, um, while walking through and walking over its corpse, which strangely doesn't really seem to be there, even though it clearly is, um, you are not able to find any particular treasure. However, Juniper is able to examine the summoning circle and is able to... Um, fun has a very powerful effect because of its orientation and design. Um, anyone who prepares conjuration spells while sitting in its center may treat each conjuration spell as if it were enhanced by an extend spell metamagic feat without increasing the spell's level. So basically any conjuration spell that you prepare here has double the normal duration. So, so I do conjuration spells? I don't think I do, do I? Well, I mean, here's summon monsters. Unseen Servant is conjuration. Okay. Any conjuration spell with a duration has it doubled if you prepare it here first and cast it later. As, as long as you're here while you prepare it, even if you cast it elsewhere, it's still extended. However, the effect um, 
does not persist. If you um, keep the spell over a day, the effect disappears. It's just a regular, unextended spell again. Okay. So, being that I've already cast Unseen Servant, You've... Can I... Can I do it again to hold it? You... What, what do you mean exactly? You've already cast a spell. Your Unseen Servant is still around you, wherever you wish it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is, you've already prepared most of your spells. You do have some slots unprepared. Mm-hmm. So, so, if you... If you had a conjuration spell you wanted to prepare now, you could do so and it would be extended. I'm not sure how many conjuration spells you do have. Again, I'm going from your online sheet, which doesn't have your updated spells on it. Yeah, I, I, I have Unseen Servant. I don't think I have anything else that's conjuration. If you have any summon monster spells, they would be as well. Nope. None of them. Um, I'll later. Then I'm not... Uh, uh, does, does your cheat sheet list the schools of your spells at all? Uh, let me see. You can do a, a quick flick through them. Um, black um, tentacles might be conjuration. Sleet okay. storm or stinking cloud might be conjuration. I don't have those. I have the tentacles. Well, no, you, 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 oh, sorry, you don't have the cheat sheets, that's what you mean, okay. Oh, no, I don't have... I don't know, let me see. Sorry. So this is only for spells she prepares in the room? Yes. She has to be in the room when she prepares spells. But again, yeah. she, does, she does have a few left unprepared, but I'm not sure she has a powerful conjuration effects, really. No, I, have, I think the tentacle one is the only one. You also have glitter dust, but I think you already have one of those prepared as well. Yeah, I do. And the duration is already fairly long, so it's... The main thing is it's really great for Summon Monster, mm-hmm. because then they do stick around twice how, as long as they would normally. We'll just have to remember it's here, and if I decide I'm going to cast something mm-hmm. awesome, I'll just run back and do it. Yes. Um, <laughs> That'll work, right? Sure. Possibly. Again, it has to be conjuration spells. spells. Yeah. I don't really have anything. Uh, oh, and this is, st- this is still sitting around the map. This is dead. So, I'm actually curious, how late do we want to go? We're quite late now, really. Yeah, I, I wouldn't I, mind. I, I keep thinking of Hal and Lindsay, who are an hour ahead, and it's almost midnight now. It's up to Hal, I don't know where he is. Yes, Lin- Lindsay is the night owl. <laughs> yeah. I think he's just letting the dog out. She's, she's gotten, getting agitated because she hasn't been fed. And... He probably won't want to play too much longer because he gets up around 5.30. Yeah, that's that's why I think he gets up early, so we can't... We stay up late gaming. I can stay up late, because I don't do anything. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I should not stay up. I mean, it's, not, it's only close to 11 for me, but... You're fine. I, 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 have, I have nieces to put to um, get to school in the morning, so I have to actually be awake myself. Uh, I read the 5.20 boat every morning. Uh, what? Oh, no, the 5.20 a.m. Yeah. Yikes, you guys get up early for your work. I I can't imagine it. That's why I get home early enough to, to do the game, at least. I guess that's true, yes. Because you're the, you're the hour behind, so if you were working late, we'd have to wait on you. Yeah. And then it would be later for Lindsay, and oh, 
We need we need to get back on daylight savings time. We're a lot closer to each other. Just have a one hour gap instead of two hours. Mm-hmm. Hello, sorry, I have to take the dog out. No, that's fine. It's fine. We're, we we were discussing we were discussing how much later we wish to continue tonight. Time is it? It's almost midnight for you. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Lens. What the hell does it have to do with me? I'm just gathering opinions. The only person in the thing that doesn't actually have a job or any reason to get up in the morning. <laughs> ah. I'm just the ah. person who is an insomniac and stays up all night anyway. Um, going to go a little longer? Probably not. Thing, thing was saying that he's probably in a good position to stop now, I think. Okay, sounds fine. And it's not, it's not a bad spot. You haven't set up any huge alarms or massive battles, so... What did, what did we find out about the thing with the spellcraft check uh, of bigness? So you found out that the circle, mm-hmm. if a spellcaster is preparing their spells inside it, mm-hmm. they can prepare any conjuration spell as though it had the extend metamagic without actually increasing its level. Well, that's cool. So can we take this with us when we leave? <laughs> it's probably worth a lot of money, this room. That is the question. Can you take it without damaging it? Probably not. And I could hack it free with my sword, I'm sure, but... Without damaging it. I could go around the sides, you know. You have no idea how far the circle truly extends beyond the walls. Well, that's why I've got companions. (laughs) So, shall we leave it there, then, and have experience and... Sounds like a good, good, successful beginning delve into the Thessalonian workshop. Hey, no one died. Sold one, yeah. No one died. It's always none of our people. Yeah, right. It's kind of sad about that snake, dude. It has been three sessions since our last TPK. I like that. Three sessions without a TPK or whatever the accident type work posters go. That's right. Three days since our last TPK. I like that. Was it zero days since last dinosaur attack? (laughs) <laughs> Lockhart's going to be hungry for another TPK soon, then. Was it, no, no, was it z- zero days since last v- Velociraptor attack, and underneath it's like, damn it, Colin, you had one job. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, for experience, uh, for the research assistant trap, which you most cleverly bypassed, uh, is 6,400. Wow, what the hell did that do? Do you want me to explain it? Sure. Uh, I, you guys, yes. you guys know how to disarm it at will now, right? Wait, um, it's a research assistant. Yes, tech. So that's te- what I was asking. Tech, technically, it did go off, but since you were far enough away and were using a fog effect, I believe they block symbol spells because you can't see them. Ah, it's a symbol. So if if um uh. Oh, sorry. One, one moment. One moment. <laughs> Oops. I guess it wouldn't have totally disarmed itself. Oh well. Hindsight. Technically, hindsight. there was a will save involved to get it to answer. Oh. Hmm. Ah. Oops. Uh, so, in any way, if the save is unsuccessful, or if the PC asks a question in any language other than Thessalonian, or if no one asks any question at all. The blob instantly reshapes itself into an arcane rune that acts as one of four symbols. Nice. The It cycles through them. The current symbol you would have been exposed to is a symbol of weakness. Cool. Um, I almost shouldn't say this because it's a bit of metagaming here. 
Promise no medicating? So we we promise. I wouldn't say anything if I were you. <laughs> ah! I, I I kind of like to show stuff. Yeah, whatever. I'll, yeah. I'll I'll tell you. I guess I could tell you later, but I'll tell you now because I've started already. So after it finishes the symbol of weakness, the progression goes symbol of fear, symbol of pain, and symbol of insanity before repeating again. You do that yes. like a level eight spell. Some of them. Wow. And if it cycles, that means that the last person through got hit by insanity. What did, what did I say about metagaming? Tight. There we go. Told you. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. We already knew there were... But I, I, I don't like leaving these mysteries where it's just like, well, that was a boring trap. <laughs> Though, again, quite clever to use a, a fog cloud or obscuring mist to get around the site-based aspect. Yeah. So, so yes, that was for the research assistant, and then for the, however you say it, coital, coital. Oh. I don't know. Too many vowels in a row. Three, three vowels is too many. Uh, oh, look, fella. I need to see it written down, but I can't. Ninety-six hundred uh, experience. Wow. For yes. a total of sixteen thousand, which means five thousand three hundred and thirty-three each. That's not bad. That's halfway to where we need to be. No, no, it's not, is it? No. Yeah, we're at 95, 581, and we need 105. Oh, okay. Oh, that's what you mean by halfway. Okay, fair enough. Mm. What are we on, thing? Uh, uh, 100,091, 914, sorry. 100,914. I'll believe you. So we need 4,000 and a change to get to the next level. Ah. With the Not levels of, I'm going to say with the level of crap in this dungeon, we'll either die or be awesome. So, Awesomer. Well, awesome. It's uh, funny. So, if that thing will actually answer true questions, or questions truthfully... That Don't play with it. No. Remember, unfortunately, I missed the, the high will save that required right. to do so. But, you know, the, the thoracic people would probably love it. Don't play with Quite it. Quite possibly. The thoracic people can play with it all they want when we're out of here. Right, we just sell them that it exists. <laughs> sell them that knowledge, you know. We can even sell... Or no, we can't tell them how to just... You, 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 can't, you can't really sell it to them, considering it's kind of within their own domain anyway. It's just outside well, their back door. Unless we destroy it on them before we leave. Sure, go ahead, destroy the highly crafted magical device. Good luck with that. You'll, you'll end up like crazy and weak and dead. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. It. I'm sure there's there's no like symbol of death somewhere in there if someone attempts attacking it. Well, we'll just hit it with a cauldron. <laughs> symbol of insanity is bad enough. It's like a huge high level. Yeah. So. Uh, yes, unless there's anything else, that's a pretty good ending spot, as you ventured a little bit into the workshop. Yay! Yay. Hey, the audio seemed to work pretty well this time, we only dropped out a couple of times, I'm I'm hopeful for the video this time. Alright, that sounds good. Say goodbye, people. Bye, people. Bye. (coughs) Bye, all. Clear.